And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle. The safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me, but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. Welcome back to the final episode of Love Month. Of course, I want to again apologize for the late uploads. I would have said in the previous voice memory like a few minutes ago that um, my friends and I schedule were just not coincided to record the episodes. And things were happening in our lives that were kind of entwined with the podcast that happened, that was recorded. So I'm letting everyone know this podcast, maybe the longest podcast I'll ever do, my friend and I didn't intend to talk this much, but the topic was just something that was a part. It's all it's all lives, you know. So we ended up just bringing up different points, and as each point was raised, minutes continued to fly by. And you know, they say when you're having fun, you don't, you don't really see time. So we just would see time. So I hope that this makes up for my absent podcast for these past few weeks. Uh, thank you to everyone who continues to listen. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Hello, I am fine. I'm well and well rested. I have to go back and sleep in like two hours. But You sound as if you're whispering. I'm not. My voice is still cracking, so I don't want it to come across as if it's cracking in the recording, because they still have to get uploaded. So, of course, welcome to the final episode of Love Month, the episode returning to the snatch game of love. So, I really want us to try <laughs> to get this done to, like, 25 minutes. This is like a task for us because the last time we tried, we got it up to like 45 minutes. We can't do that. We can't do that. I'm not letting nobody sit down for 45 minutes and listen to all that life. That's heartbreaking for everybody involved. No, I think it will be very informative, engaging, Mm -hmm. educational. We could write a guidebook, you know, just like examples of what not to do with (laughs) your romantic life. (laughs) Yes, love that. So my first question, of course, is can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long we've known each other? I could go in depth as well on how Cindy and Waveney became friends, even though we were too young to remember. Yes. You know, we most definitely were too young to remember, but we met in primary school. Ooh. We were in the same class for <laughs> seven years, and then we went to different high schools. But we always saw each other when we were catching bus. Yeah, <laughs> everybody maintained our friendship ever since, and yeah, then we, we went to university together. And we are country girls, and us. East women must stick together. And the most addictive ones, you know. That's I learned that last week. The <laughs> most addictive ones. So we've yes. been friends mm-hmm. for 17 plus years. And it's yeah. been 
amazing to say the least we've seen the heartbreaks we've seen the losses we've seen the victories we've laughed we've cried we've cursed we've screamed we Amen. have said what is happening way too many times <laughs> on repeat oh on my repeat. gosh yeah so my first question to you of course is when was the first time you realized that you were in love if you've ever been and when was the first time you realized that you were going through a heartbreak so let's start with from the prequel and then we're going to get into where we are now and let's see if we can find a little sequel here wow i that question <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh wow that's a loaded question um Take your time. <laughs> I no, it, it's funny because I'm thinking about the interactions and the relationships that I've had. And mm-hmm. I think I always... Okay. Retract. Um, just V2. Just V2. Everything you just said. Let's go V2 again. V2 in the thoughts. Um... In 2014, at a tender age, I thought I knew love. Yeah. Only for you. And then in 2016, I, I thought I knew love. And it, it was love, but... I think the love at those stages and the love Mm -hmm. that I see for myself now has evolved. So I no longer see those things, even though I know in that space and in that time that love was present. Mm -hmm. I I gave love. I said, I love you. Um, The type of love that it was looking at everything that happened, um, it's not the love that I want now or the type of of being in love that I would want for myself. I, I knew love in right. 20. Right. 18. I, I... Mm-hmm. I, and then I took a break from love. Pick up the hiatus. Love a yeah. hiatus. I took a really good hiatus. I I learned about myself. I I still loved, but the whole idea of being in love and being in a relationship was something that I did not subscribe to for mm-hmm. two, two plus three years. We were like two <laughs> bears in hibernation and nobody told us it wasn't winter anymore. We yeah. were just there. Living in Alaska. I'm telling you. I, I, it wasn't one of those... I put my heart in an icebox kind of vibes. It was just me understanding that I needed to know if the things that I said I wanted in a relationship, if I got them, Mm -hmm. if that would be what I really wanted for myself. Because, you know, sometimes you have an idea. Love is supposed to feel like this and your partner is supposed to do these things for you. And then when you're really in the situation you realize what the hell did i ask for this doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. this doesn't seem to be the thing that i visualize the thing that i i spoke about so highly this feels absolutely horrible i can't manage this 
And then there are the moments where you're like, yes, this is exactly what I, I hope to feel in this space. And this is exactly how I hope to manage my time and my feelings. So, wow. Just... I, I 100% to relate to you. I think now that I've grown a little bit, I realize that I don't think gonna sound mean here, but that there's, there's not like if they're gonna listen to this. I think I have only been authentically in love once. And it wasn't with the person I was with for the longest time, which is really sad. Is I, it I, sad? It's not sad. It's just, it, it kind of taints the memory. If you look at it and you realize that what you thought was something really wasn't that. You know what I mean? Like if we go back in time and we just thought that, oh, the ash came over Pompeii and everybody just froze. Oh, no, they burned to death. Like we didn't know that. But now we do, so it taints the visual representation you would have of the past. It doesn't taint mind. I feel fine. But <laughs> I think I only loved somebody in 2012. So we know that's the juvenile one. What? 2012. I, I feel like every time you say this to me, I have this, this sense of shock. Yeah. I am. I feel like if I'm entering... The, the wardrobe, <laughs> and this is a whole new world. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, I don't think, and I guess this might sound mean, I don't think I loved my longest relationship from 20. Help me here, because I don't remember. 20, let's just say it started in 27, 2017, 18 till 17. 17, thanks. Mm. 2017 till, because I don't remember when it done. I'll just, I'll just say it in 2019. It was 2019. Thank you so much. I, I and you know, some mean, but I don't remember because it's not like a relevant thing anymore. It's relevant for this conversation, which sucks because I have no memory of it. But I don't think I loved him. I think I loved the idea of having him, but not him as a person. Uh, and that's like I a. Uh huh. The distinction, it's very vast when you look at do I love the person or do I love the idea of being in a relationship and experiencing mm-hmm. the good times. Because mm-hmm. nobody really loves the the hiccups and the down yeah. the downward spirals and the moments where you feel the character like... development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The climax. <laughs> yeah. The plot twist. <laughs> the plot twist. Yeah. And that well, was like I, a I big think thing. Mm-hmm. I think I really appreciated all of mine, all of those experiences, even though I was distraught for a period of time, because I could say I learned a lot about myself, about mm-hmm. relationships, about loving my partner and, and being there. But yeah. you know what I also learned? I learned that um, sometimes I really just need to leave men where they are. Like when they come to you, when they come into your come space, you just need to Shoot leave them down. alone. And when you leave them alone, they will find the love of their lives because... And they'll they treat them just... right. Don't forget that. They'll treat yeah, them right. Yeah, they'll treat them right. Yes. I know I's not nobody's soulmate. Well, at least none of the people that was coming to me. But <laughs> I Amen. am grateful for all the experiences and the love that I was able to share of myself. Right and learn and experience because they did teach me things yeah. they taught me that i never want to feel some of them things again <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and i was um 
I was telling someone that if I could, like at the time I told him this, I still mean it, just not in the capacity that I meant at the time. If I could go, like if I see my ex in public and he tells me like, like hey, we have any, like the, I would say the one that I don't care for, like I have no respect for, like, you know what I mean? The last one. Whatever doesn't matter. Um, the most, the most, the most, the, most, the long, long term relationship I had. If I saw him now, I would tell him thank you. I would tell him thank you for teaching me everything that you allow me uh, in in our relationship. I would tell you thank you for leaving me. I think I said it's like an earlier podcast, like earlier this month. But I was saying I knew in that moment I wasn't strong enough to leave this relationship. So I would give you a little bouquet. I might steal one of those cars like they pack up in the morning, in the middle, and I'll just be like, this is your grand prize because thank you so much for leaving me. I learned yeah. a lot. I, I couldn't have I couldn't have done it. And I I know I couldn't have done it. So and the thing you mentioned about experiences, I remember having one of my friends who broke up with a guy and she was like, I hate this. I feel terrible. I never want to go through this again. And I was like, sweetie, you might go through it again. You're gonna feel terrible, maybe even worse. But what you have to do right now is live in this moment and recognize all the experiences that you gain from him. Because that's what you're going to have to use. To, it's, like, it's, like ben, it's not like benchmarking. It's more like, like, pre, like predicting. So you're able to now see different moments that you could work on. See moments that he could have worked on. See signs in the new people that you go into and converse with them so you could work on it. You know? Yeah, of just, and I think Mm-hmm. Not to cut to you, like this whole yeah. idea of never wanting to go through certain things again. When you start, and I, I am, I am talking to myself, <laughs> when you, but I, I have learned. So when you start saying, "Oh, I don't want to go through this again," I never want to have these these experiences. It's often towards something that you have you have perceived as being negative, so a negative right. emotion, a negative experience, something that didn't work out. When you deny yourself or you put up a block and you say, I'm going to avoid putting myself in situations that may result in having a negative outcome, you Mm. also deny yourself of the possibility that things could be beautiful and things could work out even if there may be certain unexpected occurrences that happen along the way. Yeah, I think that people develop a fear in things and automatically believe that you should just like suppress it. That's not how fear works. The only way you could deal with fear is if you take it on. And it's a it's a scary road, of course, you know, but it's your ability to get to that point. Because it's your life. And I, I, this might sound, it's not controversial. It's just that you guys don't like when I say it. You are an audience member in your own life. So you're sitting down there in the movie theater watching your life play out. Don't just scream at the screen and say, don't go in there. The monsters in there. Don't do that. Help yourself. Guide yourself accordingly. Laugh when you mess up. Laugh when you do good. You know, you're supposed to be there for yourself. If you can't do that, then who's going to be there for you? And that's a question that many of, that's a question that we had to ask ourselves in leaving that relationship. Who's going to be there for us now? Yeah. You know and- like, even as being an audience member, yeah. as be giving myself some asides, you know, in literature, you're reading the thing and the character say this aside, you just say it to yourself. <laughs> yes. When somebody approached me and said, you know, are, are like, yeah, I want to see what is going. Hmm. I just don't make up my mind. This ain't really going nowhere. And yeah. I just say it ain't going nowhere. But people like to believe that 
that could change your mind. Yep. And they don't know. It, us. It's rough. They don't know about it. They don't know. <laughs> I, will, I, 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 as we're gonna progress into different like aspects of this conversation, of course, because we have to get to the returning to the Dutch game of love. We're talking about, you know, the prequels here. But <laughs> I, 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 there is somebody that I was supposed to get married yesterday. Did I tell you that? Wow. Like, guys, yes, and I'm still here. No ring, no. I wasn't whisked into a new house. Nothing, you know. That man done put your name on a paper and lodged that in Inland Revenue. I'm so sorry for you, eh? I'm sorry. No, no, no. no that doesn't make no sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think that what people don't understand is that, and I was saying to myself as well, you have to trust the process. If, and I know myself, if when I got out of my last relationship, the guy right after that, and as he right after, it was a gap. But the one that I went or interacted with right after, if he came as I left that relationship, it wouldn't have made sense. He came at the time he was supposed to come. He, he can't rush your life. And it's something that we try to do because I remember when I broke up with my ex, I wanted to see him to know that I don't love him anymore. Doesn't make sense. Looking back, it did. I'm not going to lie. So I used to go to Tongue. I was like, okay. I know he used to be in Tongue these times when he was with me. So if I come to Tongue now, I might see him. I didn't see him. I saw him on the most random days. And it was because I was trying to force myself to get over him that I was making it even worse for myself. You know? It's just yeah, trusting it was... the process. Unless you want to ask for it to go and get bush bat. <laughs> laugh, but like seriously, because from me transitioning out of that relationship that I thought would have been my life partner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am amazed <clears throat> at the things that I have been able to accomplish using the knowledge and yep, the experiences yep. that I've gained Make because. I, I didn't really feel like I was strong enough to leave the relationship either. And then the man break up with me and I, I cry for mm. two seconds and then I catch Ooh. myself. Yes. Dust yourself off and get back up again. And then I drink out my, my liver for a whole week. Very well remember that. Vividly remember I... that. Yes. <laughs> you almost turned into Ariel. Like it was about, like when you, when you like entered a... the water, you thought your fins would have come in. Playing like the little mermaid in Maraca speech and them kind of oh. get to things. That is what I know. That hey. you know, I needed to rest down men for a while. Mm-hmm. Just leave man alone. Because how I was feeling coming out of that space was not pretty. I didn't like it. Yeah. And I, I had think... to figure out after mm-hmm. making adjustments and after being willing to compromise and adjust some of my life goals. For, for my partner, the person that I was ready to spend my life with, I really went into a mindset where I didn't want to compromise and I didn't want anybody to compromise me. Exactly. I clearly identified my non-negotiables. I outlined my values and anybody that approached me has to listen to me. This is what is going to happen. This is what I plan to do with my life and I don't want to hold nobody hostage. If you don't want nobody holding me hostage, yeah. don't hold me hostage, don't save me for later. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here. Exactly so. But don't hold me for hostage. So even if there there was the whole experience of actually dating and getting to know somebody and realize that will never work because your attitude horrible mm-hmm. and then moving into a possibility where this could work but you have too much baggage. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
Big up Ooh. the Big up JFK. Ooh. Couldn't pay them Caribbean Airlines fee for the extra Not, weight on that bag. No student ID. You can't even get one off. We just stuck no there. discount. No. Um, and just being able to like learn that you know I can manage certain things. I could tol- mm-hmm. I, I could tolerate a lot. Like I can make anything work. But do I want to make anything work with the time that I have and the goals that I have for myself? Right. And I was Are they very... also making things work for you? You know. Exactly. I was very adamant because. There were, there, were, there were people that were interested in me that had other lives that would mm-hmm. give me the time of my life. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is happening? Yep. And there were people that, that were perceived to not have a double life and made showing up extremely difficult. And I said, yep. wow. The James Bonds of the world. The yes. James Bonds, the Tom Cruise. What, what, mm-hmm. in the, what in the um Twilight Zone is this? Yep. I think that's the thing too. I think leaving our last relationships, or our last serious relationships, let's clarify that. Pretty masses. Leaving our last serious relationships allowed us to become a lot more self-aware. I allowed us. I call it self-partnering. You know what I mean? Because it just sounds bougie, but it allowed us to adjust to being self-partnered and finding ourselves in a way that made us pre-plan our lives we wanted this to be done like of course it won't happen the way we wanted to but we still have a structure towards it so it's like we have to fit somebody in to our life and that may sound selfish but it really isn't because the relationships we were in before were practically like for, for many of us we had to fit into their lives we tried our best to accommodate them we tried our best to help them they didn't seem to appreciate it so why would i do lightning don't strike the same place twice why am I doing that again? And there was a dance that was singing. Same place twice. F, let me, me ask you a question now. <laughs> have you. Don't laugh, Cindy. Have you re entered the snatch game of love? And how has it been so far? I cannot. I'll go after you, of course, because no. my snatch game looking. No. You want me to go first? Yes. <laughs> Where do you want me to start from? Wherever you want to start from, this is your oh, question. God. All right, um, I, oh Lord, Father, um, I will start from 2020, where after a year of a break, where I really and truly took my time, I took a year off, wonderful year, I decided to give a guy from my past a chance. This is where you're turning. As, as we progress, you might hear me say this a lot, but you live your life like Lot. Don't live your life like Sarah. Don't look back. Don't turn to Saul. Don't, don't be. I wish you. I mean, give this person a chance. This person has always expressed interest. I was building that life together. So I said, you know what? Um, that was a waste of time. Not because the person isn't a good person. And I always like to clarify that. I don't think anybody, maybe Hitler, maybe Joseph Stalin, maybe Saddam Hussein, these are bad people. The greatest tyrants ever? Wow. Yeah, pick up the greatest tyrants ever. That's not a positive thing. I'm so sorry for all the persons who lost people in their family. These people were evil people. Oh my goodness. Just to clarify that. Cut this out. Cut this. (laughs) 
No, I have to clarify that those people were evil people that took the lives of many persons who were at a, on the minority. And I apologize to all the families that lost. Back to the whole conversation. Lord, no, I just need you to just veto that part. Just sit on. Yeah, I'm just like to the veto the, 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 great, the greatest tyrants of my life. to veto that statement. But yeah, like, they are Veto that whole people. part. <laughs> they are bad Just people. veto everything from 20, 20, 21 minutes to 22, 22. <laughs> and I don't even take all bloopers. This entire thing is going to be in here. But yeah, Ms. so... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking it out. But I don't think that the young man was a bad person. I just think that the young man wasn't ready to commit to me because the young man seems happy right now. Well, I would never know because I don't, I, when I leave, I leave, I go. But to whatever I have heard. When I leave, I leave, I go. Yeah, that's it. I, there's no reason. What am I looking back for? Am I turning to salt? I don't turn to salt for nobody. That's it. Except that one person, but he's out now. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so besides that one, like beside 2020, I took the rest of the time off. I said, you know what? I realized it wasn't gonna work out. And I said, I shouldn't put myself through something and know the person is not giving me their all because I am trying my best to give them my all. So I left. And then I don't know where this young man came from. I feel like if he come from like a like you know I don't know if you know this but like kaiju's no, that's a bad example because he's an amazing guy like you know kaiju's come from like the middle of the earth from like a, a parallel universe I think like that's how he came to me because he seems too good to be through you know would you like to book a session to discuss the fact that you feel like this man is fictional and surreal because that um, can be an indication of something I, by the way everyone who heard her speak that that is counselor Cindy she's studying <laughs> to be a clinical psychologist so she transitions it's like code switching with language but with knowledge <laughs> no I'm fine I'm fine just you know use an example but mm-hmm. in leaving the last situation that I had I found an amazing guy and I am currently still dealing with that young man which is you're dealing with the young man well, we are we are still currently committed to each other. That sounds better. Does that, that sound one? better? Let's work it out because I, I, I can't go into deck. It's just too much. But yeah, and I am more comfortable now than I've ever been before. I'm being treated right. I am being respected. I am being given equal, like, you know, standings within whatever we would like to, like, you know, title what we have as. I just don't like to add titles. I'm not a label kind of person. This is not a factory. I don't do that. But don't, don't, Cindy, we're fine. I'm not doing that. But you just know what why. What did I do? I heard the hunk. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and, you know the hunk comes naturally, but I kind of have a, I have a concern. That will be brought up in this podcast. <laughs> I have people speaking in a foreign language outside of my door that I'm not sure if it's going to be picked up in the audio. Oh, I can hear it slightly, but it's cool. But yeah, and I am currently very comfortable and happy with what I have. I'm not comfortable in the sense of settling, comfortable in the sense of feeling secure. And while all of this is going on, I am just like a tangent here. I am wondering why people are attracted to me more now than in my entire life before. So I guess I could bring this up, but I can't call a name, nor can I state the person's job occupation but there is a person that's ended my life who I may or may not have to interact with every day that is showing interest in me 
even though I have vocalized that I cannot show interest in them, nor am I. And I'm wondering, what is happening? Because when I re-entered this snatch game of love, I expected to, you know, be in, be committed and good. But why am I getting, you know, you know in those games when they like throw, it's like a rock wave. You're in the water, you see the big wave come here, like, I can handle that. But then one comes on the side and hits you, like, I wasn't expecting that. Where does that come from? That's what I'm going through right now. So I think for me, re-entering the snatch game of love, knowing who I was now, was the best time. I think that there are many other elements for me now that I don't know where they came from. But we're not going to speak on that because I don't want to manifest them to last longer. You know, when you talk about something that doesn't last longer, I don't, nope, not doing that. But I am really happy. I feel very warm and I'm grateful to be at a point now where I, I feel like if this person is better for me and we could build something together, you know? Yeah. Cindy? Wait for me. This is where I pass the baton. <laughs> You're running a little four, four by one. This is your last lap. Let's go. Wow. Um, Usa. Usa, yes. Yeah. yeah. Take your time. You know, I, don't, I had to hold our meds. <laughs> um, re entering this quote unquote snatch game of love has Woo. been. Um, interesting for several reasons um in my whole dating experience i was very adamant that i did not want a relationship Mm. because i didn't want to put myself or put anybody in a situation where they felt like their needs were not being fulfilled or whatever they wanted from us being together could not be satisfied Especially because I, I always had the intention of leaving the country. And I didn't want anybody crying on the airport for me or messaging on my phone to ask me if I get a new man where I is and all of them. Bust the windows out your car. I've been there, done that, and I didn't even leave the country fully yet. I went to the next <laughs> island. So I didn't want another mad scene in my life. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't close off myself from experiencing emotions Mm -hmm. and sharing experiences. Right. But I was very adamant. This will not go anywhere because I am (laughs) leaving the country. Exactly. And then the country came to you. Carry on, yes. (laughs) And I don't want you to call me and tell me you sorry you cheated on me because I was not physically there. Can't take them foolishness. <sighs> and okay. then um, I don't know, like you know when you just make up your mind that this this experience that you're having is not going to be the thing to define you. All right. I just let it go. I did like also what I'm what I'm experiencing right now before I left is not what I want for myself in a romantic capacity. Mm-hmm. And I made it very clear 
and then I just didn't deal with it. Turned to lot. That way. Big up lot. And yeah, ish. <laughs> if lot had a review mirror, um. <laughs> No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't try to make this half and half. It can't be Lot and Sarah. This is not in the river on the bank. Don't do that. <laughs> but um, I have never been closed off from the possibility of being in love or loving somebody. Mm-hmm. So any experience that I I currently have Ooh. is Press still. With the the thought process that I don't want anybody to compromise their goals, their desire, their life plan for me mm-hmm. because where I am is not my final destination. Oh, that's that's I love that. Love that to the both of us. I I will always my life will not be stationed in one place, and I know that it would be difficult. To, to have a relationship with someone to want to get married to want to start a family knowing that your partner would not be able to provide the traditional form of stability ways you wake up every morning next to your partner you'll right. get ready together right go to work xyz my life doesn't necessarily have that kind of structure you wake up in the morning you have to text me there might be a five-hour difference depending where in the world I am, and that yeah. may be difficult for some people. Not saying mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be difficult for me because, of course, I would want to be able to spend as much time with my partner and if we are creating a family, have that. Right. But I am just mindful that in any experience I have, it must be clear that if this is something that commitment and longevity has the potential to develop it must also not be confined to a traditional form of stability. Right. And if you can't manage, if you have no intentions of Lot dealing it with up. that, then we go just vibe. Lot <laughs> it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's just it. That, that, like, that has been my, in re-entering the game, I said, I don't want nobody to compromise me. I don't want nobody to. And it's, okay. it's kind of unfair to say that because in life you have to, there should be some form of compromise. There should be some mm-hmm. form of being willing to accommodate and settle. But I, I don't want my partner to resent me because they really they wanted want something. Like... And because they felt such strong feelings, for me, they changed my mind. They changed their mind. Mm-hmm. Or they tried to change my mind about what that. they want or what I want. And then it don't Because what I tell men that are interested in me is that if you find others dress that certain type of way and you don't like that, please. leave me alone. Because this is me. Leave me alone. Can you not go and come and tell me don't wear that? That's <laughs> how I think about like people who say I didn't want to communicate and talk to me more. No. Like I would always tell them. Like, I guess that's like a thing for me. Communication is not my strong suit. I wasn't raised to learn about communication. So it's something that I have to adjust to. And it's just like, you know, it's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to compromise. It's just that my life has been structured this way for a while. That it's not just as simple as I wake up and call it cold turkey and text you on a Sunday on my day off. No. And it's not, and I don't, I don't want it to come across as me not being willing to change or 
if my partner has a problem no, with something it is there are women and men out there that will give you exactly what you desire in a partner mm-hmm. so you should not spend your time forcing somebody to become what you want exactly. leave them alone and go where you can get what you want that is exactly. the moral of this. i i think i've told people this when people like ask me why would i say that i genuinely think there's a thin line between being selfish and being selfless we look at it and think it's two different things but it really isn't in you being selfish, you are also being selfless. Because you are legit protecting somebody else from what they don't want to go through. You, you, exactly. you, you, don't, you don't realize it, you know. Like they think, yeah, oh, I know. Listen, I, I oh, yeah. watch. Like, if you come into me and I don't see you have a certain attitude about certain things, I know it doesn't care work. So I, got, I just be the bad guy. Yeah. I ain't going to take him. Ooh, I ain't going to message you. Ooh, I ain't got, if you're again. calling me. I ain't, ain't going to necessarily... I'm going to talk to you, you know, but I ain't going to give you the energy because I wear to find better. Cause I, it's not me. I, yeah. go, I, I just tell people, I will be a really amazing friend, business yes. partner, if you need advice, but you see, if you're interested in me romantically, Don't. and you have issues with the fact that I just work crazy hours. I just be having meeting one, three o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the night. Mm-hmm. I always doing some kind of volunteer work. I... I'm a full-time student. I always doing a course. I always in school. If yep. these things are causing you some level of distress, Leave. it's not going to work because because I have another degree to get after this one. Yes, I'm three. It's gonna sound mean. <laughs> no, seriously, it's gonna sound mean. But and I I remember that Kev said this about what I'm in right now. He said, "Wave me." One of the reasons why I love this for you is because he's living his life, you're living your life, and you all are finding time to live a life together. And that's what you're supposed to do. People just try to, like, I I don't know why people do this, but you shouldn't just. If you know they're not, like, if you haven't adjusted them, adjusted to suit them, and they shouldn't invigor you into their life if if they haven't adjusted to you. Just have a separate. It's like there's this whole idea that you need to stop, like every, everybody must stop their whole lives. Yeah. Or as as one partner legit stops their whole life, the the life to fall into the rhythm of the life of the person that they are interested in. And my yep. life is fast paced. My life is extremely demanding. My life, all lives are pre planned, not just by God. But we, we we cannot even plan. We have been trying to do this interview for a whole month because of our yeah. schedules. A whole month. <laughs> From me burning my hand to meetings to work to it's so many different things. It's like that's all. I like I would tell you this: the guy in work. This is what he said to me today, and I, again, this guy is not the guy that I have in my life. But this is where it gets funny. He was like. Well, I have you all day in work from 7 to 11 or something like that. Oh, here's work. So if you don't text me, it's okay. Because um, I whenever you, whenever you, I'll, I'll make time for you. I said, don't say that. I said, don't practically say that um, you will adjust to my life because, you know, you're, you're interested. Because, again, I've, I've vocalized my lack of interest in this situation to this man's face. I said, so don't say that. He's like, no, I mean it. Like, you know, um, whenever you are free, I'll make time to be free as well. This man is a father of one. Free? Free? Don't let me no. tell this one. Well, you just raised a very important point because I... I, I in my life that 
would always mm-hmm. show up for me in the most amazing ways and I could never understand where he found the time and he mm-hmm. never made anything an issue if mm-hmm. I had a meeting he would sit quietly <laughs> until my meeting was finished Cute. and he just enjoyed being there love to see if I had work to do he would just exist quietly and I found that so peaceful like he didn't even have to talk he would even go and sleep mm-hmm. he just wanted to be there and yeah. then there was somebody else that was interested in me but their energy was very intense so they couldn't mm. they didn't give off that same vibe so even though they wanted to be in the same space with me while I worked they wanted to mm-hmm also get my attention and I used to get extremely agitated right. because I felt I felt like why can't I just relax <laughs> relax yourself yeah. like just just rock back like I'm a meeting I cannot talk to you do not try to distract me do not try to get my attention don't touch me nothing sit down there and I felt like <laughs> if I had a, a child yes <laughs> it I was hold so you stressful no, it was so stressful and like I just reason. used to like I used to stay away because I couldn't deal with it. Like I, I want to be able to work in a city and then now I have the opportunity where I, I, I have my energy match. So if I am working, my counterpart is working. If I have something to do, Ooh. Ooh, they... personal pronouns. Hey, love it, <laughs> love it. I love a personal pronoun. The, I am not bothered. I have this space to work, even if it means that right. we are in the same space physically. We respect each other's schedule. Each other's schedule. There's the constant updating. Well, I have a meeting until the middle of the night. Okay. Well, I have this on my schedule, and I enjoy the fact that the energy in terms of being active could be matched because I don't want anybody sitting at home waiting on me. And that's right. the only thing that they have to do. I want you to be able to have things to do in your life the same way that I have things to do in my life. And then in exactly. our schedule, we can allocate time or we could make adjustments or we say, okay, I have this time that I could set aside X, Y, Z. Or even if you have to work, let's work together. How can I help? Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. And I would just like to add, we mentioned it like a little while earlier. How do you feel about, after I have my answer to this, I'll just go, I'll just go right out of it. How do you feel about the villain edit that we have received over the years. The girl, I remember the first time <laughs> my mom telling me I was wicked. Mm. And I cried. I was so sad. Really? I was like, Mama, you cried? I love I, I love you so much. And you're telling me I'm wicked and I just really wanted to give you all my love. And then I catch myself. And I really said I was coming on this podcast and not curse. And I'm really proud of myself. So I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember you said something like that. Call me a wicked bitch. I said, me. He said that to me. So, it was like a wake-up call. I said, yeah. wow, here I am thinking that I am being the best. And it really, it was what I needed, you know. It was what yeah. I needed. Because it really made me realize that sometimes you can be given your all, but if it's not what somebody wants, then it wouldn't be appreciated. Exactly. So somebody me a wicked no. I will not shed a tear. <laughs> I think um, I remember an episode of Steve Harvey, sorry for interrupted, where mm-hmm. he was saying that the right people have to find each other. 
if the wrong people get together, then they will never be able to coexist in the same like like relationship because they will always have something that's bickering against them. But when two people are compatible, not even just like, oh, you're a Scorpio and I'm a, I'm a Libra, not that stupidness, like really compatible. People yes. who believe in astrology. No, I don't mean that stupidness. Let me clarify. Vito, that, that, um, that aspect of what people believe compatibility is right i'm not talking about that i mean like two persons who are able like you're not a person who can communicate well so they communicate and they have helped you to communicate better you're not a person that knows how to express your emotions so they are they facilitate that for you and you learn to facilitate that for them as well you're an extrovert they're an extrovert or you're an ambivert you're you know what i mean to have somebody that's compatible makes it easier it doesn't make it perfect and that's an idea that I think many people don't like, you know, because, you know, like we have a running gag that we say for the books, for the books mean to me, you know, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, for the books practically translates to for a fairy tale. It's for the books. It's not something that's real unless you make it real, but it's a fantasy that you desire to have. So when people say, I don't know if we've been together for 17 years, that's for the books. Because that's not a, t- a tale of everyone. But it's something that you were able to attain. A couple that got together like 50 and 55 could be even better or worse than a couple that have been together since they were like 17. It's for the books. So, you know, I say that to say compatibility is something that gives people the the misinterpretation of what the villain edit is. We just weren't compatible. You don't have to call me a heartless bitch. You don't have, they don't have to call you wicked. You don't have to call us evil. We weren't compatible. People just like to fight down things that aren't there. You know? Like, who? Big up all fights. But that's like a thing. We, like, we fight because we think, oh, this is going to work. Sometimes fighting just doesn't work. <sighs> My gosh. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know what is with fighting for and what is with leaving alone? Yeah, like listen, I can always say this is from Mulan. You know, the, a girl we're fighting for. Many of those things weren't worth fighting for, you know. But it's nice. Do like, and I went back to this thing that I said earlier that some, some men will try to convince you that they are good men for you. I am so happy that I left all the men that were trying to convince me that they were good men alone because I yeah. found the love of their lives right now. And exactly. I'm so happy for them. <laughs> some of them have started families some of them adopt themselves into families it's beautiful I find it real disgusting I won't no, say that not. for the longest while no, what, but... mean, like, what have I done what I you done what did you say um, I haven't I called think... a I'm not disrespecting the soul <laughs> besides the persons who have been experienced loss I would like to also go back and I apologize for that loose statement they were evil people carry on I mean, they were evil, but we must acknowledge the They're processes <laughs> that they would have Ooh. engaged in. That is what I was referring Ooh. to. Same, same. I just went on, you know, a little too far. Carry on. Screaming. But yeah, I think we have to become people that accept that everything can't work out. And mm-hmm. sometimes... Yep. Things not working out, relationships not working out are actually extremely beneficial to the it growth graces. that needs to occur within us for us to achieve the things that we desire. Yeah. And I, I think, think that people... would be mm-hmm. my closing statement because we said yeah. 20, 20 minutes, 25, <laughs> and it's 45. I, 
I was gonna, that was my next question. I was gonna ask you what is the what advice would you give to first your old self? Because my advice is the same for now and for others, for myself and for others. But what advice, if different, would you give to your younger self? And what advice would you give to all the listeners that may be wanting to re-enter this snatch game of love? Do I have to Listen change up? To okay. I remember I had told one of my friends, my one of my closest friends. Oh my! I told her, I don't think this relationship would work, you know. And mm-hmm. she said, "Why are you saying that? Don't you love him?" <laughs> and I said, Good. "Yeah." Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm, "Yeah, I love him," but at I don't think it'll work. It ain't really making sense, but I'm mm-hmm. in, so I just stay. Mentally, I had already left the relationship. I was just physically deciding whether or not it would make sense to. Mm-hmm. And then the man break up with me. But <sighs> Jesus. it's important for you to trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. Trust your instincts. As, as an individual, trust your inner self. because it allows you the opportunity to learn and be Mm -hmm. active in what is happening yep yep be that audience even Mm -hmm. though I love this person at the time I knew that it wasn't going to be what I saw for myself Mm -hmm. was I ready to let go no no are we ever? Oh. And and sometimes we aren't. Yeah. But my inner self knew that it wasn't going to work. And sometimes in life we had to keep repeating certain things until we wise up and realize we had to get out. Exactly. And so to, don't to, be afraid to start over. To quickly piggyback off of what you just said to, before I add my point. I think that when you are more self-aware... When dealing with situations, it becomes easier. You allow yourself to understand how you feel in this moment and understand where you will be when the situation ends or if the situation progresses to be better or whatever. And we self-awareness is something that people need to take seriously. It's not simply waking up anymore and saying, I'm going to manifest and I'll be doing affirmations. No, self-awareness is legit sitting down with yourself and learning who you are. And it's something that many people don't want to do. They don't want to learn yourself because they realize that it's kind of scary to learn who you are. But it helps you in your future, you know, in terms of how you progress in the future. My point to myself and, of course, to others, to I heard you mention you would trust. It's simply to trust the process. I wish that I didn't try to rush anything. I wish that I, and in, in areas where I did try to rush, I wish I didn't do that I, if I could go back, of course I wouldn't go back. I'm very comfortable how everything worked out because, of course, I trusted the process after all. But I knew that what I was trying to do was not making any sense. It wasn't a catalyst. It wasn't increasing the progress of the situation. I was just rushing everything, you know? And the, I think even in the song, the trend, don't rush something, you know, that was a song a few years ago. But yeah. Just to trust the process. You cannot rush your life. 
everything is already set in stone and all we're going to do is sit here and live it. Appreciate each moment that you have and as I would have just said, allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to go through each of Like, why am I feeling this sadness right now? Because he leave the house. Why? Why do I feel a sense of betrayal? Because he talking to the ex. Random things. Big things, eh? But random things. Mm-hmm. But allow yourself to feel that. Because that's how you become more self-aware. So you would know, oh, I after like a while, you're like, I, maybe because I miss him. Maybe because... I don't want him to go. Maybe I'm starting to fall in love. Maybe I, you know, or maybe I, I don't like him that much anymore. And why don't I? Because so, you know what I mean? You're able mm-hmm. to progress and you're able to help not just the relationship as it grows, but help yourself grow as an individual. And always remember that this is, a, no, again, it's very selfish. But if you, if you yourself aren't good, how could you be good in a relationship? You know what I mean? And that's something that we don't think about. And I guess we could discuss it some other week. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, because this is part one of re-entering the snatch game of love. All love life continues to progress so wonderfully <laughs> with each day. <laughs> with each day that goes by. So, of course, Cindy, I would like to say thank you so much for coming on to today's podcast. People have to sit there in their cars for almost an hour. And listen to all voices talk about love. Who would have thought? Not me. This episode should be released on today's Wednesday. Tomorrow. It has to be released before the month is out because month of snatch, you know what I mean? Month of love, whatever, whatnot. But thank you so much. You know? Where can and I can I where can add some Cindy, where can they see you and where can they learn more about you? Go ahead and you know, this is your time to plug. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear more of the interesting lives that Waveney and I live, be sure to subscribe, follow her podcast. Uh That is where you would get the semi-filtered but honest (laughs) information that you seek. That's it. So thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful week. I'll continue to have a wonderful week whenever you listen to this. And yes, thank you so much. Bye, Cindy. Bye, Wavening. <laughs>